The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went into Jericho and was passing through. There was a chief tax collector there named Zacchaeus, who was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was a little man and could not see Jesus because of the crowd. So he ran ahead of the crowd and climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus who was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to Zacchaeus, Hurry down, Zacchaeus, because I must stay in your house today. Zacchaeus hurried down and welcomed him with great joy. All the people who saw it started grumbling. This man has gone as a guest to the house of a sinner. Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Listen, sir, I will give half my belongings to the poor, and if I have cheated anyone, I will pay him back four times as much. Jesus said to him, Salvation has come to this house today, for this man, also a descendant of Abraham, the Son of Man, came to seek and save the lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, let's be seated. I'm going to be seated as well. This is a pretty comfy chair. This is like the deluxe, deluxe presider's chair. <laughs> okay, so tell me, what did you hear? Because that first reading, it opened with a pretty bold claim. Who was it who read it for us? Yeah, what's your name? Ivan. Ivan was reading how Jesus has made peace by doing what? It said he's made two things one thing. Do you remember it? Jews and Gentiles. And Jesus has done that in a fashion, like he did a, he did a strange thing to do that. Who were the Jews? Yeah, yeah. That's right. And they've been around for yonks, haven't they? The Hebrews, the Israelites, and, and more than just the Israelites. But basically those people way back in the Old Testament who were on pilgrimage through the desert, all that stuff. Those are the Jews. Who are the Gentiles? Yeah, everybody else. So we're Gentiles, actually, if, if we're being honest. Unless anyone here is from Jewish descent, which, you know, you might be. But um, Jews and Gentiles. And so... Paul, in that letter to the Ephesians, he's saying Jesus made peace between these two people who were fundamentally divided, you know. One's inside the covenant, one's outside the covenant. And Jesus says, no, I'm going to make them one. How does he do it? How would you, forget Jesus for a sec, we're going to circle back to him, but how would you bring people together? And, and when I heard, when I saw the song come together, I thought it was going to be the Beatles classic. And then I saw that Beatles poster and I said, yeah, it's got to be. But it was Michael Mangan. That's okay. That's all right. But there's something prophetic about the Beatles. He says, come together right now over me. It has to happen in someone. Unity is like, we need a unifier. And that's who Jesus is. So just think for a second. If you look at the world and you think, yeah, you know, there's not exactly perfect harmony out there. Um, what would you do to make the world as harmonious, as beautiful, as peaceful, as understanding, as compassionate? What would you do? How would you do that? What do you think people need to do? What do you think you need to do? Sorry? Make a party? I think you're onto something. 
Make a party. Make a party. That's such an interesting starting point. I'm going to come back to that, yeah. Yeah, it takes effort. It doesn't happen automatically, does it? Because for some reason, I don't know, it should happen automatically, but I don't know, we're not... Like when something... Have you ever seen people get angry on the road? Um, when like someone cuts them off in the traffic or something and you think it shouldn't happen that we get upset but we do and sometimes we say things that we wouldn't usually say <laughs> yeah yeah everyone should unite over something they all like I wonder what in the world that could be and probably money that's that's a good idea, but I don't think it'll work. Um, magic? I don't think that'll work either. But that's interesting, isn't it? Like, you guys are smart. You guys are really clever. Okay, so let's just gather up our ideas. We're going to have a party. There's going to be money involved. Uh, we're going to not abuse people on the road. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Can I tell you, when I was in year, I think year 10... I really like music, by the way, and Mr. Parrot knows this. We've had little chats about jazz and funk and rock and classic classic music. When I was in St. Brennan's College in Yapoon, you've heard of that school? St. Brennan's is a boarding school and I was there, and it's famous for its football, but I didn't play a single football game. I was always in the music room playing the piano, writing music, jamming with um, my friends, and I loved it. And um, music became a very important part of who I am. If I stopped doing music, I'd lose something of my heart. I'd lose something of my imagination, and that would hurt. So I need it, but obviously I'm a priest, so you know I'm not a full-time user or anything. But back in high school, I thought to myself, with this gift, actually, I don't want to. I'm going to ruin my own punchline here. Can you tell me what are the things that you're interested in? Just just yell them out. What do you like to do for fun? Horse riding, soccer, good. Cricket, mechanical things like what? That is awesome. Yeah, cool. Video games. Video games, awesome. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Was your hand up? You? Was your hand up? What were you going to say? Video games as well. That's cool. We'll have a video game party. <laughs> Greek mythology. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do they all go together? Yeah. Um, last two. Last two here. Oh, last three. Yeah. Lego. Books, cool. Dirt bikes, awesome. Okay, last one. Ice sculpting. Is that what you said? Or sculpting? Sculpting, out of what clay? Cool, cool. Hey, no one said money. And that's a good thing. Put your hand down. There's a reason you didn't say money. There's a reason you didn't say money because that's not... I mean, it's something that we need in this world. We, we live with trade, you know. Um, but money's meant to help us use our gifts. Money's meant to help us kind of like... Money's like a lubricant for society, but, but it's, it's not a good thing. You know, if your life is about money, you'll have a very sad life. Very, very sad. And what's ironic, it doesn't matter how much money you get, you'll always be poor. You'll always feel, something's not right, I need more, I need more, I need more, and it never satisfies. Whereas... Maybe I shouldn't use video games as an example, but with these things, they do satisfy. Like it, 
it makes me feel good. It's like I'm using a gift and an aptitude that, that I've been given, and God's given me that gift, and it feels good to use it. God didn't actually give us money. <laughs> uh, we made that up to, to kind of help us work as a society. Anyway, for me, for me, one of the things was music. Another thing was kickboxing. I'll talk about that later, some other day, not today. <laughs> but for me, it was music. And I thought to myself, the world needs harmony and peace and joy and truth and goodness and it needs help, you know, it needs a lot of stuff in this area. And me, as some little kid in Yapoon, I've got this gift, music. Maybe I can use music to, I don't know, unify people somehow, you know what I mean? Bring people together over something that they like. And people like music. People like music. It worked. And I thought to myself, if I could write music that was like the ultimate fusion, you know what fusion is? like when you mix rap and rock, or when you mix jazz and classical, or, or whatever, you, you mix these styles together. <laughs> Don't do that! <laughs> well, I thought to myself, what would it sound like if, if you were smart enough to do this, and I guess I wasn't smart enough, but if you could fuse everything together so that no matter what music people are into, they come and they listen and they're like, yeah, I like that. It's, it sounds familiar and it sounds new at the same time. That was, that was the kind of stuff I tried to write. Okay, we're all called to do that, so you know what your gifts are. Horse riding, Lego, all that stuff, sculpting. Those are your gifts, and you have them for a reason, right? You have them so you can try and unify the world around the stuff that you like. And I think you'll find that other people like it as well. When you make something beautiful, everyone has to stop and look at it and say, that's nice, like well done. There's something so beautiful about that. It's far more beautiful than money ever could be. You know what I mean? Okay, anyway. Lastly, in that passage of the gospel, and you saw it in your mind, didn't you? Jesus walking through the street, and there's this short little tax collector. The tax collectors weren't like, you know why? You know what taxes are? <laughs> you will soon. <laughs> you will one day. Tax, taxes is like money that you have to give away that you've earned for stuff that it's like, why do I have to pay a tax on this? I'm already, I am already bought the thing. I already bought the land. I already bought that. Um, so tax, and, and the tax collectors back in the day were a bit corrupt. They'd say, yeah, you give me double the tax today. Why? Because I said so. I'm an authority. <laughs> so he would cheat people. Um, people didn't like Zacchaeus. In fact, I'd say they hated him. But who's Zacchaeus looking for? Jesus is walking through the town, and Zacchaeus can't see him because the crowd's so big. So he climbs up a tree, and he's watching him. He's just, he's not even going to talk to him. He just watches him go past. What happens next? Jesus knows him. Jesus knows who he is. How does that happen? Well, Jesus knows all of us. That's how it happens. Jesus doesn't just see him up the tree. Jesus sees into his heart. And he does something crazy, and people didn't like it. He said, hey, Zacchaeus, come down, and let's go to your place and have a party Let's go to your place and have a party. That's what he said. Didn't, not in those words. But, but, but he's basically saying, we are going to find unity. Us who don't have peace. Us who are like cheating each other. Just for a second, I said this to the class. Um, I think it was the year twos. Imagine a world where there was no such thing as forgiveness. Just imagine it for a second. It's a horrible image. There's no such thing as forgiveness. There's no such thing as apologies. There's no such thing as um, 
you know, trying to understand each other when we've had an argument. Nothing. You have an argument with someone, that's it. Get out. You may as well be dead. You know, I don't want to see you ever again in my life. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? It would be a permanent war. It would be hell. It would be a pretty good foretaste of hell. Just absolute loss of relationship. So when Jesus comes and, he's, and he has this high, high priority on forgiveness, mercy, love, understanding, gentleness, you think, what's Jesus trying to do here? Well, he's trying to end our wars. He's trying to end our wars. And the sad thing about war, what, what we do when we're warring is we make an enemy and then we're not happy until that enemy is demolished, right? That's, that's kind of what war is. Um, I want to prevail over that person. I want to just stamp them to smithereens. And Jesus says, one, let's forgive each other. Let's not do that. But two, if there's any of that residual warring in your heart, you know what he does? This is crazy. This is how he reconciles everyone. You know what he does? He says, okay, I'm the target. Let me have it. I can take it. That's insane, hey? The whole world can expend its hatred and distrust and lack of forgiveness and everything on Jesus. He takes it and he doesn't retaliate, but he says, yep, that hurt, <laughs> but it's gone now. Isn't that amazing? That's how the world will have, God willing, peace. I'm going to let us sit with that, but, but let's just think about it. The world needs unity. And it needs the likes of us to, to help it get there. So look at Jesus on the cross and think, Lord, we need you. <laughs> we need you for this. We've tried unifying over money. It didn't work. It made us worse. We tried unifying over other stuff. It didn't work. Um, but maybe we can find unity in the person of Christ, where hatred and anger and bitterness and all that stuff is just swallowed up and gone away. And all that's left is peace and harmony and love.